Hey everyone and welcome to Age of Reason. My name is JC. Today is episode 68. I'm going to talk about the attitude towards climate change in Australia. So I, I think like in America, people will say, ah, it's Australia, so I'm going to switch off already. But actually, the statistics I'm going to show today are very similar in the States. And it's also a generational problem. And I will explain why that is. All right, so I found this Russian fairy tale. It's written by Evgeny Permyak, who was a great storyteller in his days. And the translation here basically says that the people always wait for some kind of miracle, uh, some kind of liberation, you know. But that freedom does not never come by itself. It never happens in any country. And then the second quote here, it says, uh, when people understand the truth, usually in a great tragedy, then sometimes, and the key word is sometimes here, sometimes the, their eyes open up to the problems. But usually that's, when, that's what happens when you have a, a mass hunger or like poverty and something that you cannot correct anymore. So there is like the, uh, you know, unemployment, by the way, which unemployment in the States has skyrocketed since COVID-19 began. Uh, so mass hunger or the worst war. And then everybody starts to understand why and how this tragedy happens. So it requires some kind of trigger for people to, to act. I was talking about that yesterday. So um, the COVID-19 thing, for example, like people can't see it. Climate change, people can't see it. And I think most people behave in this very kind of primal state. If I can see something, then I will believe it. So forget the data, forget the analysis, etc. It's just I trust my eyes. My eyes are the only reliable source of, you know, confirmation. And, and that's just a very weird way to, to live your life. But, you know, uh, today's article, Australia has a problem with climate change denial. The message just isn't getting through. Uh, Guardian, oh, so yes, this is from The Guardian. Uh, Guardian Australia, another report on the issue with the seriousness it deserves, but it's not enough to preach the converted. And I know that. Look, my show, uh, when I talk about climate change, I obviously talk to people who are somewhat in the ballpark. Uh, there is really, I don't think I ever converted anybody who, who was like a staunch denier and then came over to our side. I really doubt that happened. I, I, I'm trying, but... You know, it's hard to talk to these people. An international survey of people's news habits around the world reveals that Australians' opinions on climate change are determined mostly by age and news source, but that overall we are more likely to deny climate change than most other nations. And it is clear from the results of the 2020 Digital Media Report that a major reason for this denial is the influence of News Corp. This report has been pretty eye-opening, uh, on the topic of climate change, which confirm long-held beliefs about the impact of the News Corp coverage of the issue. And here they give a graph, so concerns about climate change by country, and Australia is like way, way down there. So in fact, Kenya is, is the first. So look, um, just kind of a side story here. Uh, when I was, you know, growing up, I had some like issues in my family, okay? So they were saying, well, let, let's let kind of racist things, okay? So basically the whole of Africa was considered bad. So don't be like Africa. 
that was kind of the motto at the time. Don't don't be like those poor Africans in Africa. Uh, so yeah, in that in that kind of bubble, it would be very embarrassing then to be behind Kenya. Okay, but anyway, you you have a lot of countries here. Like Japan is down here as well. I always say that Japanese people, man, you you have like the tourist brochures of Japan, and you know it looks clean, and the the people are hardworking and always busy. And this is all bull. I mean, Japan is first of all not clean. If you want clean, then go to Taipei, Taiwan. That was clean, major city, but I couldn't find any dirt in it. The beaches in Japan are disgusting too. Some of them, anyway, plastic, etc. And and the people themselves. Look, uh, yes, of course, some people are kind of put your head down and work kind of people. But there's a lot of assholes here as well, okay? So obviously you're not going to find that in the brochures And once again. So like, you know, Finland is down here and USA is, is even more behind than Australia. So, so the article today applies to the states as well. Uh, of the 40 countries that take part of the survey, which is coordinated by Reuters Institute and Study of Journalism, University of Oxford, only the US, Sweden and Norway have a higher percentage of news consumers who believe that climate change is either not serious at all or they don't know if it's serious. So again, the disengaged, the people who don't really care and who don't know anything about the topic. Oh, okay. So actually, this is the same graph, but this graph is sorted by extremely uh, on very serious. So, you know, this is how like USA, for example, doesn't take it seriously at all. And then this graph is basically the opposite. It's people who think it's not serious at all and don't know. And then Australia is at the top. And at the top, actually, you have the USA. No surprise there. USA is full of crazy people right now. Like the religious people, they're batshit insane. I mean, seriously. And and they they challenge all the norms that we have in the country that, that should move it forward, but doesn't, but don't. Just one, uh, just one, just over one in five, News consumers in Australia regard climate change as either very serious, not serious at all, or don't know. Given that the report was conducted during the recent horrific bushfire season, the result is rather stunning and depressing. So I talked about that before. The horrible fires that we had in Australia that killed over a billion animals. Yeah, mass apathy, man. Don't care. My house didn't burn, so who cares? So then there's another graph here, and this is uh, concerned about climate change by online news brands. So which basically which news organization does the best job at covering the issue? Well, for example, CNN is actually over here. Let's let's say it's like in the middle of this graph. Uh, only 77% is extreme, like they consider extremely serious. So Basically, one quarter of the time, CNN thinks it's not serious at all. You have the New York Times here, and The Guardian is actually way up there. So I cover a lot of Guardian articles. They do a good job on climate, climate issues. Uh, Vice News is up there, and The Conversation is the top one. And CNN, by the way, always politicized themselves as, you know, the, the, number, the most reliable net news network uh, in the world. So, yeah, no, they're not. 
Okay, so now this graph shows the concerns about climate change by generation. So as I said, this is a generational issue. People react to it differently depending on their age. And sometimes it's like logical, but it's also at the same time a bit selfish. I'll explain why. So for example, if you look at the like really old people, 74 years or older, they only think that climate change is 20% serious. So you know they they say not serious at all not very serious so this is about somewhat serious all of that is like over 50 percent man and this is why because old people have different priorities uh, for them the main priority is to stay alive so how they do that well there's different many ways to do that but you know they will vote for their self best interests uh, even if it screws other people, it doesn't matter. That's why I said it becomes a very kind of selfish thing as well. That just self-preservation instead of thinking a little bit forward about the next generation, etc. Uh, you know, the, a lot of these people have grandchildren probably. And I really don't understand how you can be a good grandfather or grandmother and really not kind of take care of the issues of today. So anyway, there's that baby boomers are, are better, but this is in Australia, remember, so I don't know what it is in, in the States. And as you move forward in time, the younger people, so Gen Z, like oh, about 50% of the people think it's very serious, it's going to affect us, and this is because we know more about it, and you know, it is going to affect us, it is affecting us right now, we see it everywhere, the evidence, the, 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 the human footprint is everywhere. Uh, as a card-carrying member of Gen X, it's rather shaming to find that barely half of us thinks that uh, climate change is either uh, very or extremely serious, given unlike our baby boomer parents, our formative years so increasing temperatures. That's true. Uh, percentage of your life with annual temperatures above the 20th century average. So when you start in, in the 50s there, and it's like still kind of manageable, in the 60s it started to go up in the mid-60s, in the 70s and then basically since the 80s you're at the top of the chart all the time it it stays flat because it's at 100 percent over the annual temperatures of the 20th century average but it's not just age political orientation is also a determinant those who call themselves right wing are much more likely to deny climate change and this is the exact same situation in the states i talked about that on the previous show so please refer to my previous shows because I already talked about this and I don't want to repeat myself too often. So right wing, only 17% think it's extremely serious. In the States, it's the same thing. And most of them are in here. So not serious at all, not very serious and somewhat serious. This is well over 50% here. Okay. And then left wing, so over 60% think it's, you know, happening, etc. So that's, that's good. But Remember that the scientific consensus is 97% or actually over that. I already talked about that too. So even 60% is very, very far from 97%. There's a lot of work to do on both sides. Uh, but while this may not be surprising given their news sources and the statements by right-wing politicians, what is more worrying is that just as many as those who call themselves as center view climate change as merely somewhat serious, as do right-wingers. This suggests a large gulf in the ability of the media to convert the issue's importance to those with little political affiliation. When it comes to climate change, believing it is only somewhat serious essentially means you have not understood the problem. This is absolutely true. 
And it is clear that the media is not getting the message through. Only 38% of those with a center of political orientation believe the media provides accurate information on climate change. News media performance on providing accurate information about climate change by political orientation. So again, left wing, you, you basically have the same graph once again. We need to be a bit careful with these findings because while right-wingers are more likely to deny climate change, they are also more likely to believe the media is not telling the truth. And this is absolutely the same case in the USA, okay? So it is unclear whether those in the center believe the media is exaggerating or underplaying the issue. Well, I don't know about that. Uh, but while it is easy to lay the blame at the feet of News Corp and those media organizations and journalists who chose to treat climate change as a debatable concept, it's really not, or possibly a less serious uh, than one, the report also points to challenge for those of us in the media who agree with the science. Over a quarter of those who regard the issue as somewhat serious are disinterested in reading about climate change. Inattention to climate, climate change news by concerns about climate change. So yeah, these people here, so that means that basically a quarter are not even interested in reading about climate change at all. So the people who are like extremely serious, like, like me, we read articles and we try to stay in the loop as much as possible because science is always moving and evolving and we have to stay on top of it. So I'm definitely like, you know, with the 95% here. This is the challenge for organizations such as Guardian Australia, the ABC and the nine Fairfax papers who do report on the issue and with the seriousness it deserves. It is not enough to preach to the converted. We need to reach those vaguely aware of the issue but not really informed well enough to understand its seriousness. Failure to do so will cede the issue to climate change denying media outlets and will continue to have Australia with one of the highest numbers in deniers uh, in the world. And this is so true. So again, uh, the graphs I showed today, you, you find the, almost the same picture in the States. You can find these stats from the Yale connections, by the way. So if you're very interested, or you can watch my previous shows where I covered that already. So, yeah, uh, the, the fight against the media, you know, when CNN goes out there and they say we're the, the most trusted network in the world, and that's just, like, not true. And, you know, that gives then the chance for Trump to go out there and say, oh, fake, fake news, CNN is fake news. And in 25% of the cases, he's kind of right and it lands with people, and that's the problem. And then, you know, they, they continue to kind of idolize him, like the, the cult of Trump that he really created. So, and it's not just him, of course, in Australia, you know, there is this Pentecostal leader in charge right now. Obviously, he believes in a lot of Christian nonsense as well. His, his head is pumped full of this bullshit. So, yeah. And then, again, people listen to him instead of listening to the science. And I always say... Look, listen to the science and then you can you can be skeptical, you know, but don't just say, oh, I doubt everything. And then that's it. Like pat on your back and I'm done. No, you, you, you be skeptical, but research the issues. You know, uh, we can we can probably agree that one plus one equals two. Right. So there's no point really to believing that one plus one equals something other than two. Uh, unless you provided convincing evidence of the contrary. All right. So anyway, that's it for today's show. I thought you, I hope you found it interesting, and I will see you next time. Bye bye.